Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, where the takes are hot and the points don't matter. The hottest of takes. The hottest of takes. You're hearing a different voice for Hot Takes. Uh, my name is Robert Anderson, as you may know, and I'm joined by... Jeremy Kolodzewski. The other Kolodzewski brother. I'm filling in for Jack Yes, today this for is this good. Movie. It's good that we're, we're getting ever closer to getting Jack back on the podcast. Yeah. Now his own blood is here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Filling in for him. Yeah, cheers to that. Cheers. All right. So, Jeremy, what, uh, what movie did we see? Uh, we saw a little film called The Belko Experiment. Yes. The Belko Experiment. Experiment. The Belko Asparagus is a horror, <laughs> it's a horror movie. It was terrifying. Uh, From the twisted mind of James Gunn. Yeah. Yeah, I guess this is like his little darling that he was making. Apparently so. Yeah. He didn't He didn't direct this one. He only wrote and produced, produced it. it. Right. The director of this is Greg McLean. Greg McLean. According to the trailer, the director of Wolf Creek. I didn't see Wolf Creek. Did I didn't see, see that either. No. No, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Well. I've heard good things about that one. Wolf Creek. Yeah, I think I've heard good things about that too. But that's not what we're talking about. No, we're talking about this movie. The movie that we did see. Yes. So I think, you know, before we say anything else, this is going to be spoiler free for probably the first 10 minutes, and then we're going to get into some of like the nitty gritty. Yeah. But uh, Jeremy, how'd you feel about this movie? Um, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. It was, it was a good time. Mm -hmm. It was, it was paced very well. Um, it was, it was, yeah, it was thrilling start to finish. Yeah. Um, it was good, but it, I feel like it squandered a few opportunities to be great. Ah, interesting. Do you think we can get into that without doing too many spoiler things or should we save it for the more spoilery Um, stuff? Because I have some critiques about, like, the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, especially the last act. I feel like that's where you're at, too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, like, the whole concept of it in general. Okay. It's it's a fun movie. It's, it's you know, it's very entertaining. Very, Super entertaining. Very gory. Yeah. Um, I think it does, you know... Uh, have you Did you see Get Out? Yes. Get Out's great. And I think we're, we're just getting spoiled with these, like, really cerebral, like, really smart horror movies. This one's definitely more of, like, your... It's more of a classic horror movie, whereas I think Get Out is more of like a modern or like Get Out is like going in a new direction of horror movies. I think, whereas uh, Belko Experiment's kind of like more grounded in what we kind of know of horror, but executes it very well. It reminds me of a horror movie that would have come out like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Is I that had... a, is that a compliment to it? Yeah, w- maybe a detriment. It's like half and half. Yeah, it's. I I wanted more out of this movie mm-hmm. than than what was delivered. Yeah. It could have done more with its premise. It could have said a lot more with its setting. I don't feel like it used its setting properly. See, but, I really liked the setting. Um I really liked how I liked it too. Yeah. But they could have done so much more with the setting. It's true. What I do like about uh the way that they shot the movie, I think, is shot super well. I really like the way the movie is like looks, and I do like. There's a minute where we're, we we're in this like one staircase for like seven different parts of the movie, and I really like how towards the end of the film you start to kind of understand like the actual layout of the building. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're going into this room. It's like, oh, if he turns this corner, he's gonna be in this room where this person is. And like, the movie does a really good job, I think, of like communicating the like landscape or like the like the infrastructure of the building you kind of know where everyone's going which i think actually like and like kind of makes the horror better um i guess that's true though to like a lot of home invasion movies though 
Mm-hmm. You kind of like understand the layout of the film. Let's talk about what it's about. What first. the film's about? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're in um, Colombia. We're in the middle of nowhere in Colombia. Yes. And it primarily takes place in this giant high-rise office building mm-hmm. of the Belco Company. Yes. What it does isn't really clear. Doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And they have some weird, like, kind of like shitty businessy explanation of it, where it's it, like they, I think, help. I mean, it doesn't really matter because it's like they actually don't do that. Yeah. But they help hire uh, people for other companies in the States. So it's yeah. supposed to be kind of like a American satellite in Colombia. Yeah. And it's super ominous. Like, even when people are coming into the building, like, in the beginning of the movie where they're, like, in their cars ready to go in, like, it's so far away from any main road or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's super distant. Yeah, they do a good job setting up, like these characters are in a pretty doomed situation. Yes. And that doomed situation is that this great big ominous voice comes through the intercom, which the employees didn't even know there was an intercom, yes. saying that um, you need to you need to kill each other. Basically. Like, 30 of you need to die by this certain time period, mm-hmm. or else we're going to kill 60 of you. Yeah, and like, it starts, the beginning of the movie starts with like, a little, like, it's a smaller number, but they just keep, like, doubling it, basically. Mm-hmm. So I think the beginning of the film, it's like, two of you need to die or else we're killing six of you. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. and then it just, like, keeps, like, doubling, 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 yeah. and the movie happens in, like, phases. Um, and this is all from the trailer, which, um, going into the film, I actually, you know, I saw the trailer and, like, I personally, we just watched it, like, just now, because mm-hmm. I, I felt, the, like, the trailer was, like, a little bit spoilery, like... Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, you know, after seeing the movie, I guess, and like rewatching the trailer, um, it's not, you know, it going through the experience and seeing like, obviously the, some of the characters are going to turn on other characters. It was still sure. like really entertaining and exciting to see. Yeah, it was, it was certainly predictable, mm-hmm. but, but it was fun. Definitely. Definitely. Um, the, the poster describes it as office space meets, meets a uh, battle royale. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty... That's great. Yeah, interpretation. It takes of the a film. it takes a lot of ideas from Battle Royale, mm-hmm. including uh, putting explosives on the people. Yeah, and, and if they don't comply mm-hmm. with killing other people, they you know their heads yeah. explode. That's taken right out of Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. I think this movie also does a really good job of having a ensemble cast. Yeah, and like there's there's like a clear main character, um, John Gallagher Jr. Mm-hmm. from He's... Ten Cloverfield Lane and uh, Hush. Ah, good. See, this is why we have to have you on the podcast, because I don't know the names of anybody, <laughs> and you know the names of everybody. Uh, I get that a lot. Yeah, no, it's good. This is good. Okay. Um, yeah, he's he's basically, like, the main, like... The main dude. He's the dude. He's yeah. the dude. He's the dude of the film. We have, um... He has his uh, hot Latina girlfriend. Very hot Latina girlfriend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who he's trying to protect throughout mm-hmm. the movie. But even she's kind of, like... Because mm, she's, like, the voice of, like... She's kind of, like, the middle ground, where she's like, listen, I think... Because he... He represents, like, I don't want anyone to die. We shouldn't have to, like, play by these rules. And then once people start getting their their heads exploded from the chips or the tags in them, you know, that's when everyone's like, well, listen, we might have to do this, you know, get rid of a few to save many. That is a that is a bit of a of a spoiler. People's heads do indeed explode. No, I think that happens in the trailer. I think, <laughs> yeah, it I think, I think that I think that is what I think is like one of the bigger spoilers that were in the trailer because I feel like it would have been really cool to not know that they had the exploding tr- uh, tracers in their head. 
Yeah. I feel like I would have liked that to be a surprise. They mentioned that in the beginning when um, they have Melanie Diaz's character. Yeah, and she's, and she's just like, and they're like, oh, did you see the doctor before you got hired? Yeah. Or like, as you got hired, she's like, yeah, the, the tag thing. They're like, yeah, it's just so, you know, kidnappings happen all the time in Colombia. Even though Colombia is actually like a super safe place. Yeah. Now. Yeah, but, it's not I mean, like how it was when. No, um, like 15 years ago. When Escobar was running yes. the place. Like good old Escobar. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, so. Do we have any final impressions before getting into spoiler territory that we want to like leave the listener with? Yeah, my impression is it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a good time. I don't really think it's worth seeing in the theater. Really? Because there are just at the moment there's just so many good movies out that's in the theater a, that's now. That's a totally valid point between like Logan Get Out, um even Kong. Yeah, did you end up seeing Kong? I did end up seeing Kong. Ah, what did you think of it? Just real quick. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was cool? Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Um, it seemed fun. Yeah. I think I think this movie is actually better to see in the theater. I think horror movies in general are better to see in the theater because you have like the cust- uh, customer, the uh, audience participation. Yeah. If you have a good crowd, then yeah. Sure. Yeah. And we had a decent crowd. Yeah. There's a major death. I mean, there's many major deaths in the film, but there's mm-hmm. one that we, like, everyone was like, oh, fuck. No, <laughs> and like yeah. that was that was cool. I actually I actually think this movie is worth seeing in the theater for that reason. But I also think horror movies are really good to see on like the big screen because sure, you kind of yeah. you get more like engulfed in that terror. I wouldn't be squirming as much. But th- then again, waiting a few months, getting it on Blu-ray, getting it on demand, getting a group of friends together, seeing it like you know in your in your living room, watching yeah. it together, cracking open a few beers, right. It's also worth doing that too. Totally so, fair. Totally fair. If you want to, if you want to see it in the theater, I think you're gonna get your money's worth. But mm-hmm. I think you're not gonna miss anything just yeah. by like, watching it at home. If you're trying it. to trying to save every penny, trying exactly. To see, if you're trying to see Logan for a third time, <laughs> Jeremy's saying just do that. Definitely. I'm saying get another job, see more movies, <laughs> piece of shit. Or get a job seeing movies. Get a job seeing movies, which what's what this we're all trying to do, right? Exactly. So, all right, we're going to take the the spoiler glows are coming off very gently and magnificently. So, the next thing I'm going to say is a big spoiler. Mm-hmm. Everyone dies. Yeah, everyone fucking dies pretty much in this movie. Did you think um did you think that like by the end of the film like it was going to be like listen, there's going to be one to zero people who get out of this? Yeah, pretty much. Cuz like, I think it's like pretty obvious, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's like another parallel to mm-hmm. Battle Royale. Like pretty much everyone dies in that movie except yeah. for, you know, a, a couple of people. In fact, even more people survive in Battle Royale than they do in this movie. Yeah. And um and you know, it's pretty telegraphed who survives. Although there was one nice misdirection. Mm-hmm. You, it's like set up that Melanie Diaz is like a survivor. She's like hiding the whole yeah. time. Yeah. And she makes it to the, the last like basically into almost the end of the last act of and the movie. And then all of a sudden she gets she, popped. She gets blown away. Because I thought it was going to be her and um, what's the name of the main guy again? Uh, John Gallagher Jr.? I forget I, the name of the character. No, that's fine. Um, I thought they, I thought it was going to turn into them having to face off against each other and then being like, you guys each have one kill each. Because I knew he was going to kill the CEO. And I thought it was going to come down to them being like, you guys each have one kill. So it's a tie. But we don't have time, so you have to kill each other. And I thought that would have been really interesting to see. Um, even though I do think it worked better as like a misdirection. And seeing and that was the death I was talking about earlier. Seeing her get sh- just popped in the head yeah. was so like no. You jumped out of your seat. Dude, mm-hmm. I like yelled. I think I yelled. I like screamed like fuck. There was a guy in the back also who was like that. Also too. yelling. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I really, I really like the flick. Um, but I do. So my main criticism, criticism of the movie, because I do think I really like the movie all the way through until they have to start tying shit up, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to get to the big kind of like reveal of like who's running this experiment, and you find and like he gets, you know, and I think that the shot of him getting like kind of like you know, taking out of the building was really cool. And the doors mm-hmm. are like white when they close. Like I love, I love the way this movie is filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that reveal really falls flat of, he just goes basically into a room where they have a switchboard of all the people in the office, which like that aspect is cool. And you kind of actually, I didn't realize that you see that in the beginning. Of the yeah, movie, you, do. you do, which is cool. And then you just have this kind of scarred up dude. Who's just like, we run this international company. I don't know if you've seen um, Super, James Gunn's um, Is that the movie? one with um, uh, r- uh, the guy from The Office? Yeah, Rain Wilson. I didn't like that movie, really. No? It didn't do it for me. But this movie... Weird ha- rape scene. That was not about that. <laughs> that, that, was, that was a little yeah. gross. But this movie actually has a lot of alumni from... That film in it? From, Jam- from James Gunn in general. Like, you have, yeah. uh, you have Michael Rooker... Who was in Super? Who's in Guardians of the Galaxy? Mm-hmm. You have um, that that guy at the end. He was the detective in Super. Oh, uh, okay. Um, you have uh, Sean Gunn, who's James Gunn's brother. Mm-hmm. He who's also who's in like everything that James similar, Gunn does. Similar to the Kolejewski brothers, exactly. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like that reveal, I just really felt like fell really flat. Like, mm-hmm. it almost was, like, for a movie that I do think, like, does its job, executes its genre very, you know, I won't say it's, like, above and beyond, but very textbook. Mm-hmm. It does the movie very, like, if I was to give it a, a grade, if I was a, the horror teacher uh, man, I would give it an A+. Maybe just an A? I don't know. I would give it an A+. Maybe I'd give Get Out, like, an A++. Yeah. I don't grade things, Jeremy. <laughs> that's, not, that's not my job. But uh, I do think that reveal kind of falls flat. What do you, what did you think? Yeah, I agree. It it doesn't really explain all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like this secondary reveal at the end that whoever is behind this, you know, is doing this experiment all over the world and they're going to take the winners and I don't know, maybe put them on a... Well, I mean, like this is movie... I mean, this movie would be so much better if there was no sequel, right? Like, you, yeah. don't, you don't want that. No. no. No one wants a Belko experiment too. No. I want this movie to exist on its own as its own thing. And judging from the box office, I don't think that's going to happen Well, anyway. it's having a limited release. I mean, you know, you never know. Like, movies like Saw and, like... But the thing is, like, if they sequelize this movie, James Gunn's not making that. I don't think so. He's going to sell the rights and other people are going to make 15 sequels off it. But I don't yeah, think this, this, is, mo- this, this movie's is, not going to make that splash. This was produced by a Bloomhouse mm. who made, like, The the Conjuring and yeah. Insidious and Get Out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, J- uh, Jason Bloom... Um, produces a lot of the mainstream horror movies that cool. are being released these days that's what's up yeah yeah um but yeah the reveal like i i just thought like for them i don't really like scenes in any movie where they kind of give you a, they like reveal a character just to have them get killed because mm-hmm. then it's like it's that's so like throwaway and it's like meet this guy who like looks super ominous and you know, I did really like that. I really there there are things about that scene I do like though. When they're questioning, they're like describing this moment with a multiple choice question. And it's just like he just <laughs> saw like every one of his friends betray each other and get murdered, and you're gonna give him like a choice. Like that's really cool. Like but I think that's like a really cool thing. At the same time, that's a very like corporate thing to do. Yeah, the like, movie really does speak 
um, I, it has a lot to say, but I think about like corporate, like, almost like how Office Space does about just like the corporate setting. It does, know? it does, and it doesn't. Mm. That's kind of like my main beef with the movie. That's what yeah. I was talking about earlier. Like it uses this office setting, and it has a lot of potential to critique the office setting, the the office space, like you know, sitting away, like droning away, yeah, and. Yeah, being you, stuck in the nine to five. Yeah, being yeah. stuck in the nine to five. The pressures of all that, and it it doesn't really. It just becomes like your typical survival horror movie. Horror movie. Like I feel like this movie could have taken place in any kind of building. Like uh, it doesn't. It doesn't use its office setting to its fullest potential. And I mean that in two ways. I mean that in that way, and I mean like it doesn't use the environment to to do creative kills. Interesting. Except when we get the tape kill at the end. That was like the one That's time. the one. And I, I think there's, there's that has to mean something. But I, I think that's like a really good point. Because people are getting killed by guns. That yeah, most, it's this. mostly just people getting just shot down. Yeah. But, or their heads are exploding. But to be fair, I think that's a really good point. But to be fair, you know, the entire building is a ruse. Mm-hmm. Belco, the industries is a ruse. Mm-hmm. They have an armory filled with guns in advance to set up this. Because the entire company exists for this experiment. They've been mm-hmm. putting all these people that like, they even say like, it seemed like our work never really mattered. Like no one gave a shit. Um, yeah. So I do think, yeah, I do. I, I guess I see what you mean where there could have been more creative kills. Um, we didn't also have a lot. Like, I wish we, I really like all the characters they introduce mm-hmm. in the film. And like in the first, like 15 minutes, really before the action starts, um, everyone seems really fun. A lot of interesting, colorful characters are introduced and like, Fleshed out like very efficiently, I thought. Like Doctor Cox, Doctor Cox, as like the girl who's the guy who's like you know creeping kind of on career, but the hot I, Latina girlfriend. Yes, but I was also gonna say like I do feel that there wasn't enough like, and this might sound weird, but enough like office trope characters, mm-hmm. and I think that, but yeah, it's because they had to deal with like sixty people, yeah, and like the amount of characters that I do think that we like fall in love with and get to know is like pretty crazy mm-hmm. and that's i think it speaks to james gunn's writing how uh like like you know just the the characters kind of get tribalized and put into different sex but like you really connect with a lot of these characters and you don't want to see any of them die no you know? no or at least and like they they introduce it to a lot of people so i think you can only have so many like you know parks and rec really work with all those office tropes because they're dealing with six people yeah you know and to have one jerry in this movie, it just wouldn't matter, you know, because he'd probably get killed instantly mm-hmm. or midway sure, through. It just sure. wouldn't matter. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, it's yeah. good. What what else? what else? I was squirming. I was squirming in this movie. You you were you. I remember at one point you said, <laughs> "Man, I need a cigarette." I did because the tension really does not let up. It after doesn't. The, the 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 shutters go down. I think like I think that's why I was surprised initially when you were like. I think you you're you coming you're coming in hot very critically, and I'm still like waiting for like the the thrill to calm down. Yeah, I get actually, that. Like, I get that. Like think about the movie, but I, that's why. But that's why I think it's like good to see films like this in the theater because like you're so like tense and riled up, like you almost like don't have time to think about what's going on because mm-hmm. then someone gets like shot in the head or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the deaths that happen are very sudden, very fast, mm-hmm. and there's just like one after another. Very gruesome. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, but yeah, you know, we had that, we had that drive, like that, that whole. To decompress. Uh, yeah, to decompress, yes. to, to think about it. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I'm glad that I saw it. It's good. Yeah, it's definitely a good flick. It's good, but it could have been great. Especially yeah. coming from someone like James Gunn. True. Who's been on a real hot streak lately. Absolutely. With the, with the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And and I personally really like Super. And, yeah, you know, totally fair. You know, he's made horror movies before, you know, Slither. Yeah. Which is, which is like more of a horror comedy. So I feel like, because uh, I haven't seen as many James Gunn movies as you have, but I know, you know, the way Guardians of the Galaxy exists and Super is that they are like, not your typical superhero movie. And that's how mm-hmm. they're pitched. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy is, like, you're following kind of a bunch of anti-heroes mm-hmm. who are forced to be heroes. Super is about a guy who's not really a superhero at all, who's just really trying to do it. So Slither, you described as, like, kind of a genre mashup. This movie is, like, there are funny moments in it, but it really just feels like it's a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. This is this is really, like, James Gunn just, like, playing to the genre. Mm. It, he doesn't really um, do his, like, his specialty His typical, thing. like... Yeah. No. That's fair. All right. Well, do we have any other thoughts? I feel like we got some more shit we can pull out, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, I really like the 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 villains. Not the uh, not the big Belko. Um, no, they're terrible. Guys. They're yeah, they're they, not that good. They weren't great, but the um, but the kind of the the macho men click yeah, <laughs> that starts yeah. in the film. The yeah, like the um, like the COO that the Doctor Cox character mm. that um, British dude. I think Australian. Maybe either. He's British. Either or. He's not American. Yeah, he was an American <laughs> whose face looked too small for his head. Yeah. He looked like kind of a... I mean, he wasn't a bad-looking guy, but he kind of looked like a um, decommissioned action figure. It's true. I mean, we have a whole <laughs> podcast really getting into how good or bad he looks coming soon. <laughs> but... Um, he looked a little weird. Yeah, he kind of looked like not as good Michael Fassbender. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, or like scrunched Michael Fassbender head. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were great. They were very. Like, They're very cool. Every time they were on the screen, it was it, it got it got really intense. Because like you know you, they they're very you know they're also very typical. I think, mm-hmm. and but I really like how they really. I hated them because they just seemed like so like machismo bros who were just yeah. like, well, we have the biggest shoulders. And I'm the CEO, so we like have to get the guns. We gotta, we gotta be bold. We gotta be bold. We gotta be men. Yeah, we gotta do this. We gotta do this for our kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like I gotta protect my kids, but I really like, um, like oh my god, the, I think my favorite scene in the movie is when they like you know they they get all the guns together and they get everyone on the lobby and they're getting people like they're kind of like weeding out people and getting them lined up so they can like just kill them all that and was they, great and then scene. they play the um the music and also shout out to the spanish version of we will survive i will survive i will survive yeah that's the opening credits yeah of the i love that that was a great <laughs> was little fantastic. hint of what's to come um yeah they were great do you have like a favorite scene out of the movie i i, I agree with you there like that yeah. scene was definitely the the highlight of the movie and that's like after that is where shit just really like yeah. goes down. I mean, like for me, dude, like there were moments I almost like wanted to cry, like just like seeing like, just like this senseless, just you know taking away of human lives. Yeah, just because this like void, like I don't know. I think that really resonated with me. Of just it's so senseless. It's it's it's, it's gruesome. It's terrifying. And I think that's like the strongest aspect of the movie is that it is an experiment. It's a social experiment, and we it's set in like very early on in the movie, and it's you know further it's it's explained by the end that it is a social experiment. And I really, I think that like is the strongest kind of like theme to the movie where it's like it is 
killing without any reason. Mm-hmm. Just they're saying you have to do it, and they have the ability to do it. Can you plug that in? Real Is quick. It? Yeah, my computer's about to die. And they're going to lose the podcast. Oh, shit. We don't want right that. here? Right here? Yeah, there you go. There you go. We're good. All right, cool. Sorry about that, listener. But we're good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I... It, it does, does. It certainly does make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like toward de- definitely towards the end of mm. just like all these seemingly innocent people, basically, yeah, dying for. Well, everyone starts off the film innocent, you know, more or less. But I mean, there's pervy Doctor Cox. That that. But... but after everything's going down, um, a lot of movies have the scene of like when when push comes to shove, your like true self really it gets rises. revealed. Yeah. And like the the COO, like that the the Doctor Cox guy and the british dude and that whole clique of people like i feel like you know they really had the movie didn't really go into this all that much but it's like you know deep down they really had that like anger and like yeah that you know how do i describe it um that's that sense of wanting to kill they had that darkness in yeah them. they had, they that, had darkness that darkness in them, in them. this yeah. is really their way of uh explaining it of like yeah or like yeah. getting it out there finally. Because some characters, they show the other side of this. It'd be like, "I'm so sorry," and then they, they do blow it. Them yeah, away. it's but... it's interesting to see the guys who like because they're the guys where it's just like, "Oh, they always had it in them to mm-hmm. do this shit." But it's interesting to see the characters like homeboy throwing them all twelve cocktails at the end of the movie. Didn't want to do this shit. No, that's not what he wanted no, to do. Yeah, no. but he's just like had to do it. He had to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's yeah that's basically our thoughts on the Belko experiment. I yeah. thought it was good, but it could have it could have been great. I feel yeah. like it missed its potential. Yeah, and I, you know, after kind of like decompressing and talking about it, I I see what you mean. I do think it does what it's supposed to do textbook, but A plus mm-hmm. like really good. But I see what you mean. Where I do think it could have like pushed it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I see it again. I don't know if it's gonna be one of those films, actually. Yeah, it really, I don't know. it really affected me. It gave me like one of my favorite like horror movie theater experiences of like me squirming around, me being like, "Oh shit!" Like that's what I see those kind of movies for. Mm-hmm. Where like you know, movies like Get Out, you kind of see it for like you know it's a more heady experience. Even though I definitely was squirming during that flick, but maybe maybe it's my recent watching of Get Out that's making me feel this way because Get Out is next level but yeah. you know you, you don't want I feel like you don't want Get Out every time no no that's true you know that's true that's um, true yeah I do I do think though the ending of this film uh, is so flat it does yeah I really last... I'm not about because like you know it's it's almost like it's, it's doing that like almost like Cabin in the Woods ending not to the extent that Cabin in the Woods does it but like the reveal of like the mastermind kind of and it's like i don't know if the film like earns it necessarily like i think the movie would have been stronger if they you if like if the movie ended when those white doors closed you know mm-hmm. and it's just like done you never know and like that question's like i think resonates better in a movie like this than like actually giving you what you wanted that's kind of how cube ends you ever seen cube it's cube the they're in all the boxes yeah and have to, like yeah the movie's dope yeah, yeah, like the last the last guy at the end of that movie, he just walks out and that's the end of it. Yeah. I think that's like what this movie should do. And then like, you know, to give us like the fat like the the big pan out of like all the different Belco experiments happening across the world, like it almost it really convolutes the plot overall cuz they're like oh, this is happening everywhere, but it's like that. Like under, like it's almost like, like why do I care? And also mm-hmm. to make like our main character who's been trying to protect lives the entire film 
you can, he can have one kill. He can kill the main bad guy or the C the COO. Yeah, something like that. Whatever CFO, see who cares. You can give him that one kill, but you can't have him then like kind of like it, it was cool because like he had the bombs from everyone's head and he put them like he was able to like sneak them onto everyone's clothes <laughs> and that was like a really cool move. But like to have him then kill like five other people, like like having this character who's like. You know, we know him as the guy who doesn't want to kill. Very, very self-righteous. Yes. And then have him do that at the end. It's just like, eh, why? Yeah. It was know. a little out of character for how they for were sure. building out him yeah. up. Yeah. So that's how we feel about it. That's our thoughts on the Belco experiment. That's our thoughts on the Belco experiment. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah. Jeremy, do you have anything you want to plug? Any articles coming out? Any articles out right now? Um, what are you working on? I'm I'm starting to work on an article about uh, a King Kong retro- retrospective. Oh, okay. And then kind of ending with with the a little one. review of uh, Skull Island. Cool. Very and, cool. Um, basically about uh, each King Kong movie and what they represented in their time period yeah. that they came out in. Are you pumped for like the Godzilla King Kong? Oh like, hell yeah! Is that where it's at? Oh hell yeah! I hear that Mothra is going to be. Are they doing? So is the next King Kong or is the next Godzilla mo- movie functioning as? The King Kong Godzilla fight, or who knows yet? Spoilers for Kong Skull Island. Get out of here while you can. <laughs> <laughs> the post credit scene of that movie is... Oh, they have a post credit. There's scene? a post credit oh, scene geez. where where some of the survivors of the movie are put into this, like, room, and they're like, Kong's not the only guy around here. And then and they show... Mothra, right? And they show little cave paintings of both Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah. Mm, who's which one's King Ghidorah? That's the one with the th- the dragon with the three heads. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. So, so they're really so they're gonna so they're gonna do the next Godzilla movie, which is being directed by Michael Doherty. Okay. And um, right after that is King Kong versus Godzilla, who does which doesn't have a director attached to it yet. But it's happening. It's happening. So we're getting a Godzilla, then we're getting a Kong Godzilla matchup, and that will serve as Kong two essentially. It's, yeah. Cool. Cool, I'm excited to read that article. That sounds dope. Uh, I, well, I'm not sure what article I'm working on next, but I'm working on something this week. I will say I have a thanks for everything or Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Mo, Julie Newmar. That is the longest title for a movie ever. <laughs> um, but I have a really cool article that kind of like deconstructs drag. Uh, that's on the site right now. Mad podcast always coming out for Absolutely. Story Screen. Been working working on those nonstop. If you want our thoughts on Beauty and the Beast. Or you have a fast. Pa- you have a Power Rangers one coming out soon. I'm right? hoping uh, Jack is <laughs> Jack keeps being like I really don't want to see that movie because it's gonna be bad. I'm like that's why we have to do it. That's why we have to see this film. We can't have every podcast be like us. Oh man, this movie's great. Hey, listen, the first hot take was Triple X, and we were not hot in that movie. Oh uh, really? All. It was funny, but like it, it was good for that reason. Okay. Um, but yeah, Matt, you know more podcasts coming out. Look forward to Jeremy's writing in the future and look for his stuff on the site now. He has great work on there. Look for everyone's uh, articles on the site. Everyone's great. Everyone's beautiful. Buy a fucking buy a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> buy a fucking t-shirt. While supplies last. Oh my god. Someone hold me back. Just buy a goddamn t-shirt. <laughs> buy a t-shirt. Alright. Well, this is Robbie Anderson. And this is Jeremy Kolajewski. Signing off. See see this movie again. See it. See Logan again. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Bye. Yeah, see this movie. See this movie. Bye-bye.
Shake it out. Shake it out. Get all the horror. Shake it get out. all the horror <laughs> out of you. 